We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, hit straight down the middle by the Robin Vale Golf Resort. Sure is, and it's supposed to be the Blossom Classic and the Festival of Golf and the Almond Blossom Festival this week. Unfortunately, it's been postponed two weeks. Probably not a good thing. Uh, probably not a bad thing in retrospect. Silver lining is the motel's not quite ready because the steps aren't on. But we do have Guy Fielding here, who's the mastermind behind the Murray River Salami Festival, which again, the festival's not on, but we're having a competition. How are you, Guy? I'm well, Jade. How are you? Tremendous. I've been biting my lip about this for, this was the brainchild of Donny. God, two months ago, I think. Okay. So to have still have a salami festival and then you guys decided that having a festival was too hard. In COVID times, yes. In COVID times, yeah. Who's going to th- who's gonna go through all the rigmarole of organising a big festival and then... Have it taken out from under our feet. Correct. Yep. Yep. Speaking of which, before we get into the details, how are you coping personally with the whole border? Because you're over in Euston, work at Euston... Obviously, yeah. CEO at the Houston Club. Yes. How how are you? Frustrated. Yeah. Annoyed. Angry. I think there's a mixed mixed emotions like everybody else, but I think just over it. Mm. We're, we're enough's enough. I think it's time to you know we, people would want to move on. I know. Look, health and safety of everyone's paramount, but I think we're at a point now where our mental health has got to far exceed our physical health. So I agree. I think we're at a point where, yeah, look, people need to realise proportionality and fairness I keep getting heard about and thrown around. Well, in proportion to everything and everywhere else, we're zero cases as far as I'm aware Mm -hmm. down in Euston, Robinvale. And Mm -hmm. uh, where's the fairness in us being locked down all the time? We can't utilise the services and facilities in Euston and Robinvale. There's no fairness or proportionality there. So, And with now the the permit system back, which just befuddles me mm. where border communities anyone in a border community will tell you unfortunately we don't have loud voices in parliament saying you can't do this to a border community they need to move that river is just a river it's correct it's only a state border as far as government is concerned correct. as far as the community is concerned we're all one that's it yeah Yes. So why can't you we treat all us know as one? It. We all know it. They just don't they seem need, to know it. They need to know it. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, and Anne Webster is actually going to call in. Her office rang me this morning. She's going to call in here tomorrow afternoon for a chat. Very A good. very frank chat. We can have very frank chats with Anne yes. because she pulls no punches, which is good, refreshing. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see what her response is to some of those questions. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's talk about, we, we were saying before, we need something positive and something to look forward to. We need a lift. Yes, we yep, do. Yep, yep. So the Salami Festival, which is, I love the Salami Festival. It's one of my favourite festivals, that and the Almond Blossom, which are our two big festivals in yes, the district. Yes, Salami Festival's great because it's a bit later in the year. And to sit around and listen to music and drink beers <laughs> and, and sample salamis... <laughs> What could be better? What could be better? Oh, I mean, who, exactly right. And that, and that was the idea of the concept from the very beginning. Yeah. It was a fun day out for our local community, but where we could showcase our local area to mm. other people. So we that that was the whole idea: is attracting tourists 
to have a look at what we've got to offer. Yeah. And unfortunately, COVID has taken that away from us. And, you know, while it would be a good thing to do locally, we can't even get Robinvale people across the no, river at the exactly. moment. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that that's where it was very difficult to put a festival on. But mm. um, when you approached me about the competition, I got excited. And as I said, it's it was the brainchild of mine some years ago with my participation in the Northern Mallee Leader Program. And uh, we had to develop a community project and... I decided to run a festival, which I look back on and go, oh, have I bitten off more than I could chew with this? But look, as I said, it, it, the first the first festival uh, was very well received and so positive and people had such good feedback. We we were looking at a biannual or annual. We had to make it annual because it was so popular and we run the second one and, yeah, look, it was, you know, we hit the ball out of the park. It was mm. brilliant. And, mm. uh, it, and we knew that it was just going to grow and get bigger and better and more people would get involved. We had 24 entries our first year. We got 68 the wow. second year. So, I mean, it was building, um, and more people were hearing about it and entering from other townships, not just local people were mm. entering. And, yeah, look, it was it, it's 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 going to be a showcase, I think, for some time, like the Almond Blossom Festival. It's yeah. going to be something that, you know, we can hang our hat on in, in, in the townships of Euston, Robinvale, and draw more people to it in years to come. Oh, absolutely. And it's such a good, like I said, it's such a good time of year to have it down on the river. Like the setup of the last one was just brilliant. Yes, yes. Just and, brilliant. And we and we were able to modify that from some of the, you know, workings of the first festival. Yep. And we were able to say, okay, well, what what improvements could be made? Yep. And I think we did that. Yep. And as I said, the layout was, yeah, uh, very well received at the second one. Yeah. So we said, I think we got the layout right, yep. you know, with the entertainment where it was, children's activities, salami vendors mm-hmm. and all the food stalls and market stalls, yeah. And, and, and look, there's still some improvements that we've got feedback on mm-hmm. and we can make and do that as, as time goes and as the festivals grow. Yeah, so, Feedbacks are always constructive. Feedbacks always valuable. Definitely. Um, so long as we get the the beer truck coming back, it's uh, it's it's a st- it's a staple. I love that. I love prickly Moses. <laughs> prickly Moses. We tried to have them at our wedding, but they were just a little bit out of budget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what what a great concept. We'll, oh. we'll bring the kegs to you. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. But anyway, um, so we can't have it. Well. Who knows whether we could or couldn't have a festival? But we're not going to plan for that. No. But we are going to modify the festival to a competition competition in conjunction of it yes Yes. so we're doing a collab guy run us through it and this is for let me just stress because you were talking about how many more entries we got and out of towners yes let's just stress this podcast is a Robinvale podcast yes this competition this year just this year while it's a a virtual thing is just Robinvale Euston correct on that entry form if your postcode isn't 3549 or 2737 you know, enter. That's right. You don't get to enter. This yeah. is for locals only, just to bring a bit of positivity to our cross-border community. Exactly, yes. Yeah. yeah. And as you said, yeah, that that, that joint township, mm. you know, flavour is, is brought to it and, yeah. you know, everyone gets a chance to participate. Mm. And, yeah, look, let, let as you said before, let's create a little bit of positivity and excitement for people in, in this time yeah. where we all need it. We exactly. need a bit of a lift. And let's so. actually find out who the Salami King of Robin Bell and Newson is. Well, that's the big question. <laughs> it is, that's isn't it? That's the big question. I just, I don't want to be on the judging panel. Pity I the can't. judges. No, I know. <laughs> have we got any judges organised yet apart from your kind self? Well, I have contacted our... Uh, head judge mm-hmm. over the last two previous festivals, yep. James Melle from yep. the Meat Room in Kilmore, mm-hmm. and it, he's ninety nine percent sure that he will be able to come and make it. So we're excited about that. Right. James is he's so passionate about salami. Yeah, it's what he does for a living. Yeah, he actually showcases it in Kilmore. He does uh, his own. Um, 
demonstrations and workshops for people in Kilmore at his wow. own business. And he's got his own Provador now, so he's opened up his own business down there. Has he? Yeah, so I, look, I urge people when Ooh. you know we can travel again, get mm. down there um, and have a look because it, it's magnificent what he's making there. Not just salami now, he's gone into other things as Ooh. well. He's got a, like a little bakery and he does his own breads and... <sighs> And meat pies, and he's, he's he's gone right out. So, but I'm hoping that you know that 99 percent assurity that he's going to be there for the for the judging Terrific. again this year. Terrific. Well, we've got a couple of others in mind, but until they're locked in, we'll keep it quiet for now. Okay. But Sounds run good. us through the process and how this is all going to work from an entry from people entering. I'm, yes. I'm guessing it's not going to be a huge amount of difference. No difficulty in entering the competition. So obviously, the first thing you need to do is have some of your creation yeah. <laughs> uh, left over. Now, we, aren't, yeah. we only require 150 grams, mm-hmm. so we're still thinking there's going to be a lot of people out there that have created their salamis this year yep. from June, July. Yep. Um, they'll have that to, to enter. Um, so entries close on the 23rd. It's mm-hmm. the Thursday of September. September. So we've yep. still got plenty of time. Plenty of plenty time. Plenty of time to enter. Plenty we only require 150 grams. But if you want to bring the whole stick, <laughs> <laughs> then that's fine. I'll look after that as well. Exactly. I'll give my own commentary exactly. on the stuff that the judges don't need. Yeah, but I know people that they get a little bit protective and they don't want to part with too much oh. of their creations. Have so, you been talking underst- to my husband? Understandably. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. There's a lot of work and blood, sweat and tears that goes into making a salami. But However, there's also bragging rights. Like I know my yes. dad always runs out before he makes it again because he go. likes to give it to people yes. so they can try it. Have a look what I made. Ha- try some of this. You know, he's always he's, he's like a pusher. He's yes. a salami pusher, pushing it onto people. Yep, yep, yep. But it goes one way or the other, I think, either – they're very protective of it and they want to protect their stocks. <laughs> yeah, well, that <laughs> could be year. true too. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. But look, we urge people to, to, you know, enter this competition this year. Entry forms will be available at the Houston Club or here at Network House. Yep, or so, on the website Or too. on the website. Yeah. On the website. Jump on the website and then uh, fill out the form and, and, and do it yourself from the website. So that's available now from the website. Uh, just, just log on to uh, the Great Murray River Salami Competition. Um, it'll take you there. Or murrayriversalamifestival.com.au. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get to it from there. And it's on the podcast website as well. So it's on the thevalepodcast.com.au. So there's no reason why anyone can't gain access to an entry form. No. And put your entry in. Mm-hmm. And you can register those entries once you want to hand them in, right up until that uh, Thursday, 23rd of September, mm-hmm. um, here at Network House in Robinvale. Mm-hmm. People can bring them in or the Euston Club. So we've got locations on both sides of the river. Because one of the five reasons to cross the river is not to bring a salami across. (laughs) Well... Maybe we should talk to the local constabulary about changing that. (laughs) Maybe. I'll have a word to add tomorrow see if we can get something changed. Yeah, get something changed for that. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, really easy to enter. Now, let's talk prize money because this isn't just bragging. Yeah. This isn't just bragging. I mean, the bar- bragging rights are probably worth more than the prize money itself. Like but, most things, isn't like, it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's not about the, the money. It's about the uh, the honour and the prestige and exactly. the glory. And if this does keep going, you know, or when it keeps going, if there's back-to-back winners, if, if, if the person that's crowned king or queen, as it may be, this year – if they can keep that going, then rivalries could get heated. We True. could be start, we could be starting family wars yes. here, God. Well, I don't, <laughs> I I don't want to. Oh, yeah, I certainly don't want to be the person responsible for that. No, no, me neither. Um, friendly rivalries, but run friendly us through rivalry. The, yeah, let's run us through the uh, the prize money because the prize money is good that the Houston Club are putting up. Prize money is good. So for, we've got a first, second, third category this year. Um, last festival was a winner take all. Mm. 
um, and it was it was up around the two thousand dollar mark, winner take all. But this year we've put a thousand dollars up and we've split it, so it'll be a five hundred dollar first prize, three hundred dollar second prize, two hundred dollar third prize. So three prizes, very good value for for, for money and for your for your salami entry. Yeah. And uh, you know if we can share that out with three lucky winners. Um, but as you said, Jade, I think the, the bragging rights will be taking it that first place. Yeah, I reckon. So when it comes to the actual competition and the judging itself, we're going to do this live. This is where the podcast, I mean, yes. as well as the ones pushing out the information or whatever, we're going to do this as a live stream, which yes. is really cool, on our YouTube from the Euston Club on Friday the 24th from, what did we say, about 3 o'clock, didn't we? 3 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. the judging can commence. And for all of those people that want to come and uh, watch, mm-hmm. they're more than welcome. Yeah. And there'll obviously be an opportunity, too, to taste some of the entries. Mm. So, so long as you give us more than 100 grams. Well, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So yeah. that's where it probably is important. If you want to enter more than 150 of the required amount, mm. um, you can do that. So you can come and see the judges uh, at work. James Mellay will be there to you know talk to and answer any questions you might have as well. He's always keen to talk to people about salami and, mm. and what that entails, making it the processes and ingredients. And I, I know he's, he's that, that's how passionate he is. So he'll be there. Um, so let yeah, make it a fun day. And as I said, yeah, someone will be crown winner on that day. Yeah. And it'd be nice if they were there so we can interview them afterwards. That'd oh, be great, wouldn't it? It'd be brilliant, yeah. yeah. So the more people that can get across on that day, the better. Yes. Um, it's the day before grand final day, I believe, too. In the it is. So it's Aussie public World. holiday so in it's Victoria. A, that's a great time to get over it's there. It's a perfect time, yep, isn't yep, it? Yep. And after all of it's said and done, you know, it takes a couple of hours for the judging. Let's all go and have a, have a, have a, have a quiet feed. beverage together exactly. or, or, or have dinner. Yeah. Have so. a feed, have a beer. Yeah. Sounds like a great afternoon. Another good afternoon. I might have to book the kids into the babysitter, <laughs> I think. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and I don't mean my husband because he will probably want to enter, okay. I would imagine. Yes. Um, we're not going to break it down into categories, are we? Because it's going to be no, too hard. Near no, good. no, okay. no, no. It's if whatever style of salami you you make, yep. just enter it. Yep. Um, it's, it's judged on the best salami. Mm. So there is uh, from... What James has has provided on the two previous occasions for the uh, salami competition, there's criteria that uh, that the judges take into consideration. So each salami scores a maximum of 25 points per category, four main categories, up to 100, 100 points mm-hmm. for your salami. So criteria are this, consistency, density, mm-hmm. uh, colour, aroma and taste. Ooh. So they're the, they're the four elements mm-hmm. that, uh, that are judged upon. So Is... And you might know, you may know this, you may not know this. When the judges are tasting, what's the beverage that they have with it? Are they having a wine or are they having water? Does wine affect their taste? But it would, I would it imagine. Would. Yeah. So no, there, mm. there's never been any any other alcohol or beverage involved than water. The last two competitions that I, I witnessed. <laughs> there might be for the live stream, especially if Ooh. I'm tasting. I'll be having a red wine. <laughs> Well, I don't know. So uh, I don't know that I can eat salami it without would, red it, wine. Well, it would depend on if you were judging the first salami compared to the last salami and how many wines you had. <laughs> exactly. Would that salami taste better or worse? Probably better, <laughs> yeah, well, I would think. Could, well, that, that's where fairness would yeah, could be swayed. That's a good so. point. This is why I'm not being a judge. I am there for just for the pure enjoyment um, and and positivity in the festival feel that hopefully this will um, this will create. So I'm sure it will. Thank you to the Great Murray River Salami Festival slash competition and the Euston Club for jumping on board with my silly ideas. Oh, 
Donnie silly ideas. I'm just yeah. the one that goes, oh, yeah, that is a good idea. Let's see if they want to do it. I was so thrilled, like, within five minutes of sending an email, going, hey, I've got an idea. How about you guys jump on? And you go, yep, love it. Straight away. Whoa. Straight away. We only yeah. had to get approval off the board. Yeah. So I had to take it to the board, obviously, for their approval, for the funding and, and the idea and the concept, but uh, they didn't take much convincing either. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, look, great concept, and I'm so glad that we've got a little bit of taste of the Great Murray River Salami Festival back in town. Yeah. Even if it is just the competition um and let's face it the competition is the crux of it that's exactly right it's the main reason yeah. why it, it existed in the first place yep. that was all i was going to do actually as a as a community project was just have a competition oh really it it just sprouted into a festival and uh and that's how it, it, it grew and it expanded on that but the original idea was just to have a competition and then as i said it just grew into something a bit bigger but uh the competition is is the heart of it that's that's what it was designed for to bring the town together and yep give people an opportunity to showcase what they've got and I think we're achieving that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think we absolutely are. I'm glad that it did did morph into a festival though because, yeah. uh, like I said, it's more one people, of my favourites. I love it. More people get involved. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It it's is fun, fun. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully the fun can return next year. But for this year, salamis are coming down. Yes. Well, if they're not down already because it's been a while. I mean, if you did them long weekend in June, they'd be well and truly down by now. Correct. So they'll be nice. They'll be should be perfect by September. Oh yeah, perfect yeah. by Grand Final weekend. So make sure you get the entries in. You can download it from the uh, Murray River Festival website, the podcast website. Uh, you can get them at Network House here. You can drop your entries off at Network House and at the Euston Club, and vice versa. There'll be information everywhere. No excuse not to get access to your entry forms. The prize money's up. Um, if you need information, guys, always at the club. Yeah, Aren't you? give me a call. Yep. Um, Jay, even James Mellow's put his number down if you want to talk to him. Wow. So he's reached. He, he's reaching out to people and saying, if you want to give the, the main man, the head judge, a call. It's probably a bit late now, though. His, 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 his phone number's... Well, yeah, probably Salami, is. Salamis are really, made. Yeah, true. It's so getting a bit hot now to, yeah, to be yeah, hanging salamis yeah, up. True. Yeah, true. Next, for next year. For next year, next yeah. Year. Some uh, constructive free feedback yeah, on how I can you improve. Yeah, think you can improve on Yeah. yeah. Guy, thanks so much for sparing us some time in your very, very, very busy schedule. Pleasure, um, Jade. Thank you for having me in. We will talk to you over the next month or so. Good stuff. So, Leon, I'm guessing you'll uh, need an entry form for the salami competition? Sign me up, Jade. Actually, I think your your wife has done the the entry forms and put them up on the the website. Oh, the well, I better get her to fill one out then. Well, exactly. It's not going to be very hard for you. So, well, <laughs> when did you when do you make it? When do you do your salamis? Um, we try to set the date. Usually it's a long weekend, but we set the date for family to free their time up and get in to help out. So, yeah. we did ours over the last week of school holidays. Ah, yeah, right. We did ours the first always do it the first weekend of July. Yep. So then they they're a bit later coming off and my father has limited patience, yeah. is getting very impatient to get them off. He wants to take them down this week. Luke is not in a grant, so <clears throat> Why I stay out of yeah, it. Yeah, still a bit moist still. He th- yeah, he thinks they could – they haven't – the weight thing, Luke think, Luke is a perfectionist. Like, Is he one of those oh blokes that God. measure out everything? I don't think he me- – oh, yeah, I think he does, but just with everything, he's very – if he walked into this office now, he'd have to straighten everything up because, yep. you know, just one of those. Going back to salamis, I I sometimes agree. The amount of money and time and effort that you spend in um, preparing salamis for a year, mm. you want to try and get as as right as possible. 
Yeah, that's fine. But my father's very much like me, fast and loose, and who's got time to wait for that? And you know, it might be a father thing. My <laughs> father-in-law does yeah. that as well. He tries to uh, yeah have a bit of uh, a different taste every year, and yeah. Um, yeah. Every year we say, all right, because I hang them. Yeah. Um, and I know where everyone's is. So, I have oh, this so you have them allocated as you hang them? Yes. Do you? And I have a special way that I hang them. Um, and he just That's goes gung-ho, getting them off. And sometimes he might mix up some salamis. Not so saying he does it all the time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, me and my wife try to convince him that I come out and get them down so I know which one's which. Yeah. We'll see what he how he's done it this year. Mm, Fingers crossed. Interesting. So who's so does that mean then that if you've done them all differently, does that mean you can all enter your own salamis into the competition? So out of the the family that I do it with, we have so we do halves. We've okay. done three full pigs. Yeah. Um, and out of those all those halves, there could be a different taste uh, with. With all of them. Yeah, so. right. Yeah. So you could enter. Interesting. Yes. Could be it's an just who's willing to rivalry. fill it. Yeah, it could be. And it could be who's willing to give up 150 grams of their salami too. Yes. Which is not much, really. No, not really. No. Um, right. Now, Leon, you're here not to talk about salamis, but I'm getting a little bit excited. That was a good topic. Yep. There's, um, there's prize money too, just FYI, but Ooh, okay. probably not as valuable as bragging rights. Do So even if you don't win prize money, do mm. you rank them in order or...? I, that's up to the judges, and I am not a judge because, like I said to Guy, I like – well, no, it'll be blind anyway because when you bring in – and I'll show you these entry forms that I've got in a nice manila folder because Guy's done all of this and Meeks, I would imagine, has done most of it. Um, so we've got the stickers there. So when they drop them off, they'll get the, – they'll be tagged with a sticker. They'll be written in the little registration thing here. So by the time they get to the judges, they only get the number. So yeah, it's blind, it's a blind tasting anyway. It's a great way to do it. Yes. But, um, but then, I, I like to drink wine with my salami and eat cheese. Cheese crackers. Yeah. Um, but then it also comes into account what sort of tasting that the uh, – the, the the criteria is here. Oh, okay. It's Beautiful. set out in points. So there is five different criteria and 25 points for each. So um, consistency and density, colour, aroma ta- and taste. So sorry, four. Okay, hundred points in total that you can that you ooh, can ooh, get. Ooh. Just, as long as I get higher than my father-in-law, I'd, I'll be happy. Yeah. He won't be, but anyways. <laughs> this is what I mean. We could be creating a bit of a beast here, but anyway. So that is happening on the Friday before um, Grand Final, which is a public holiday in Victoria. Okay. You may as well use it effectively. You could have your wine and, and salami. I will be. Because cool. it'll be it'll be live stream from the Houston <laughs> Club, so I will be nice. Um, now let's talk about basketball. See, we're nearly at the end of what has been a bit of a schmozzle as far as footy and netball oh, season goes. Yes, hasn't it? Yes, indeed. How's your knee? Good. It was <laughs> so going you've played good. about six games this year. Yes, yeah. yes. Between injury in and out of lockdown, I've probably racked up maybe seven games. Yeah, right. Um, just yeah, couldn't make reserves. Um, didn't qualify. Too many games. Really? How many? <laughs> or you just you can't make the reserve side? Yes. Look, they're doing great down there. Um, they're playing. Yeah, finals. they don't want you coming yeah, in and ruin don't. their chemistry. They don't. No, no. They've got some good chemistry. Um, a lot of numbers rocking up to training. I, <laughs> as usual. Are you being facetious? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You can't see me roll my eyes, but yeah, <laughs> no, yep. we can hear it though. <laughs> No, yeah. So they're, I suppose, they're looking forward to playing finals. Yeah, um, and as long as, as well as the rest of their club, so mm. it's good. Mm. 16s, eighteens too, yep. all finals and C res. So after Ooh, there you go. Yeah. So after Phil and I had a chat for the podcast last week, 
not whinging, but asking how on earth they've come to the conclusion with buys and miss rounds and all the rest of it, how points have been allocated. Because Sea Res went from third back to sixth or fifth or something. Now it's changed around again if we've had a look at them and they're back into third. Yep. Okay. So considering they win next week, because we've got the buy this week, um, and then next week, then they should be playing finals as well. B grade can mathematically still make it. <laughs> <laughs> Mathematically, we can still make oh, it. Oh, well, you better yeah, pull your fingers out and have a rip a game. If we be, and we beat Imperials yep. the last time we played, we beat Imperials. If we were to beat Mildura next week, we could, and everybody else above us loses, we could, <laughs> which is possible. Strange to think, yeah, yeah, and I'm not good with maths, but we could still make it. Good luck. <sighs> good luck with it. I just kind of thought. Why don't we just can the season and play around Robin? Sort it out from there. That'd be cool. Have a tournament. Weather's coming out good, so yeah. why not? What's better than to get out and have a kick of the footy, throw the netball <laughs> yeah. around? Exactly. Have a Sunraiser end of season carnival. Make it around Robin over a weekend. Can you imagine trying to put that together with COVID restrictions? No. No, I can't, which is probably why they're not doing it. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about basketball. And yes. you are the new El Presidente of the yes. Basketball Association. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Congratulations. Yeah, the crowd's going wild. As they should be. <laughs> um, yes, uh, I've been thinking about it for a, a couple of years now and I've finally put my hand up to have a crack. So, um, yeah, I've still, I'm lucky enough to still have some ex-presidents on the committee as well to sort of guide me in, in how it all works. Mm-hmm. Um, but and yeah, meeting procedure. Meeting procedure, yes. Yep. Um, and I'd just like to bring my own little flair to the nice. committee and association. So, yeah, Excellent. we'll see how that pans out. This is pretty exciting. And this is that thing I was talking about with now it's 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 a new generation starting. And I don't want to say taking over, but taking taking the reins. People before us have been there a long time. Yep. A long, long time and worked their butts off. Yep, they have. So Give now, yeah, absolutely. Credit as, as far as the day is. No, wait, that's... I don't know that saying probably like, too often, but anyways. I think I'm, wow. <laughs> oh, what I'm saying is they've worked their butt off for years and years and years and now seeing the next generation step up to take yep. uh, take the reins is um is brilliant. So let me ask you this. Have we got days set for when Bart, is it going to be a full competition? I suppose it's hard to plan. It is it? very hard to plan. Um, we are planning like we are going ahead. Um, looking at usual start, it what, – in start of term four, school term, so that would roughly be October, October. the 4th, I okay. think. Sorry, yeah, I didn't bring my um, calendar in with me, but, mm. yeah, roughly around that date. Um, so we are looking for names um, mm. and for juniors especially, their date of birth, so we can organise those into age groups. Right. And then that will give us the opportunity to sort of work out um, what age groups we will run with this year. Yeah, right. Um, depending on numbers, we'd like to align those with um, – with associations and leagues uh, around us. Yep. Um, but given it, yeah, lack of numbers in some sort of age groups in pri- in previous years, mm. um, we'd have to sort of adjust those. So yeah, okay. fingers crossed we get um, the maximum amount of uh, junior involvement and we can have all age groups running. So that's from, yeah, 10s, 12s, 14s, 16s, 18s, fingers crossed. So we'll Isn't see how we go. Good to have an 18s competition. How good. Wouldn't it? It would be. At least then you don't, because 16s going into seniors is a big jump for some some juniors. You've got little 16-year-olds playing against me. Yeah, exactly. And That's against a, me. Yeah. Like there's there's 20, 
five odd years there and probably and an extra 50 kilos. Yeah, yeah, but there's also there's a lot of kilos too. Like, And look, I, I agree that it's, some of them can handle it, but some of them might be deterred and you're like, oh, exactly. I don't want to play. Yeah. So that's why I'm hoping that the numbers do come in Yeah, um, and we are able to fill those age groups. Well, maybe if they know that there's a possibility of an 18s, then the numbers will yep. be there. And like I said, that's all depending on how many numbers are get in. So yeah. um, if you haven't read or heard already, um, jump on our Facebook association page on, um, and then send your kids' names in and their date of births. Yeah, um, seniors, put their teams in as well, um, and we'll see what we've got. With seniors, <clears throat> and we'll get to that, we'll get to what we'll obviously talk about shortly, <laughs> which I haven't actually filled in. Anyway, we'll get to that. It might get a bit political. But anyway, um, with seniors, if you haven't got a team, can you just put your name name in as an expression of interest and then if there are gaps anywhere? All names are welcome. Yep. Yeah, great. Okay. If you haven't aligned yourself with a, with a certain team, we can um, make some suggestions. Or want to jump ship. Or jump ship or whatever. You, <laughs> hey, it'll be like the NBA trade season. No, it won't. Hey, there are a lot of people changing, swapping oh. in and out of teams. And there's a few coaches chasing people. As Possibly. Well. Poss- yeah. Hey, hey, if you want to win, you gotta yeah, yeah, you gotta chase. All right. Mm. Um so yeah, that's all happening. Um so like like you said, if you are a senior aged player, mm. um, put your name in. Um and we can hopefully point you in the right direction. I'm wondering, have we heard from mum and Charlie's not here today, neither neither is Nordo. I don't know what they're yeah. doing, but um have Senior men's Okamos put aside in yet? I I haven't looked too much into it, but I haven't seen their name come in yet. Mm. Maybe they have, but mm. um, like I said, there's there's names and teams coming in left, right and centre at the moment. So mm. um, That's good, though, if they're coming in thick and fast. Yeah, yeah. You, you might have to get in contact with those boys, regular contact, and see, yeah. I don't think Luke, Luke is even, he is cricket. Now. Yeah, it's yep. tunnel vision for cricket. Yep, no, um, that's fine. You got to have something in your eye. Yeah, mm-hmm. gee, we're going to be competing with cricket now. Yeah, but cricket's on the weekends. Okay, yep. Yeah, no, so that's cool. no big deal. And cricket is. I, I, I want to say that <clears throat> the blokes that are playing cricket, Aaron Zappi is probably an exception because um, he's going to play cricket. Yes. apparently. And uh, what's the exception here? Well, the blokes that are playing cricket are probably not those that are running around on a basketball court. Just okay. saying. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because you've got to remember the the cricket side this year, at least. I mean, they're going to look good. They're going to look schmick. <laughs> I've seen the uniform. Yeah. Yep, they're so going to look good. The uniforms are great. Tommy and Luke are talking about having custom Nikes as their <laughs> shoes to match. Oh, not New Balances. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, they're still in the Nike yeah, era yeah, stage. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. With Tommy, they might be Air Forces, but anyways. I think they are Air Forces, oh, they are? but they're the custom ones. So okay. they're all yeah. club colours. Um. <laughs> But, you know, Tom's not a basketballer. Luke's probably not a basketballer. Trav hey. Shawcross hasn't played, he's not a basketballer. And yep. these are all the cricketers. Yep. So, um, not a bit, not much competition trying to drag players away. I don't you. think Is you're going to have any competition. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So cool. it'll be fine. It'll just, it'll be interesting because I think their, their trainings might be. Thursday night might be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, depending on how much cricket they're <laughs> doing as, as yep. compared to drinking beers. But um, all power to them. It's, hey, basketball social to too. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's it. Is there scope, and again, may or may not be able to answer it, the All-Stars night again, is that on the cards? Because that was so good the last time it ran. We are wanting to align that uh, with our reunion. Um, and what that looks at it like at the moment, um, we don't know yet. Mm. But yeah, we want it to go ahead. Yeah. Pending 
COVID restrictions, all that sort of stuff as well. Um, our first one, I put it down as a ripper. Event. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of positives come out of it um, and we'd like to do it again, mm. recognising, yeah, that the two big families that have a lot of, had a lot of input mm. um, into our association over the years um, and then, yeah, getting people from all different teams mm. um, playing against each other. So. Yeah. Something different. Oh, it was great. Something different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also bearing in mind that now that we have the couple of million to throw at a new court, yeah. next season may be interrupted by construction. So we need to bear that in mind. Okay. Like if you're thinking about retiring soon and you're um and, umming and ahhing about playing this season, maybe play this season because next season it could be all over the place with yeah, courts right and yeah. stuff because yep. um, that's got to be completed by June 23. Yep. So. Um, okay, that's something to have in the back mm. of my mind then. Mm. Right. Keep that in mind. Seniors that build it at some don't point. retire, get down and play this season. Exactly. Don't retire. Don't retire. I'm still going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting lazier and lazier every year, but I'm still going. You've got to play your role, Jade. Play your role. <sighs> Should we talk about this now? Oh, if you want to, break the news. It's up to you. I haven't broken the news to – granted, you know what? The team I played with, I only played – three or four games with them last year, and it was only because they were desperate for players anyway. Yep. It was good fun, though. Yep. And we won last year. We beat you, Mob, didn't we? Yes, you did. Which is now my Mob. Yes. There you go. Mm. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Leon. And this is what I say. Never say never to an opportunity or anything because, you know, circumstances happen. It does. Don't burn bridges. Don't. um, How do you put this? <laughs> uh, my it, wife is n- now she's p- back into playing this year after pregnancy, so mm. she's gun ho basketball. She wants to get back playing, and she wants she's got a little bit of a competitive edge like myself. Yeah. Um. So she, over it's a num- not that bad, Leon. Over a number of years, <laughs> we've uh, we worked on our positives, and yeah. now we, we've finally filled a, a flaw in our game, which is height. <laughs> height. <laughs> Because you're a team of midgets. <laughs> so we've got the, uh, yeah. We've midgets got height with now. skill. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Mm. We've got shooters, we've got runners, we've got defenders. Um, none of them had height. No. So it's good. Have mm. you on board. You play your role. Um, <laughs> hey, what else can I say? That's my favourite thing to hear out of a coach's <laughs> mouth. Just play your role, Jake. Just play your there role. There you go. Mm. Hey, I'm, like I said to you before, I'm not worried about your flaws. I want to work on your positives. What do you mean flaws? What flaws, Leon? Uh, we won't go into that on, on the car, <laughs> podcast. What do you mean? <laughs> Everyone's got flaws, Jade. Swift as a rabbit. Everyone's Obviously got Obviously can shoot. Okay, so I'll work on positives um, and see what we can get from there. My rebound stats from netball this year are pretty good. Pretty I high. Mi- I haven't missed many. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to. I'm six foot tall and built like a brick shit house. So, you know. And that's a bit of a joke how uh, I've seen you stand with ball in hand straight over your um, head while Jada was trying to get it last year. There's your height coming into play. So Mm. that's exactly what I want from you. (laughs) (laughs) So is it the same team with the addition of... Yes. Yes. Um, And the addition of Dylan's girlfriend. Yes. Have you had had this conversation with Dylan? Uh, No. I've had the conversation with Renee. Yep. Um, And now, great segue. Look at us go. Uh, Speaking of Dylan Murphy. Yes. He is the new Trav. Welcome on board, Dylan. Wow. Whenever you listen to this, mate. He better listen. Yeah, okay. I'll uh, go back and, and play for him. <laughs> he probably doesn't. But, um, yeah, his girlfriend, Renee, yep. plays CBL and Big V for Craigie Byrne at the moment, but she's moving up here um, and was actually hassling me at the same time as you and your wife were about yep. coming over to okay, play, okay. play for Notorious, who are we going to play for? Because she'd had people 
chasing her as well. I did hear this from Dylan, yes. Yeah, so she's had people chasing her and she was on the phone to me going, we're a package deal, mate. It's you and me together. <laughs> I'm like, sweet, okay. Let me let me sort a few things out, see what deals we can do. Yep, there so you go. It did get a little bit like the NBA trade. All right, so what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the contract, a coffee or? No, singlets. <laughs> singlets? All right, singlets. Cool. done. That was it. Done. So, so uh, yeah, interesting, but she's a jet. Like, yeah. Notorious, I'll, I'll say it now. Yep. Domination. Beautiful. She Beautiful. Dominate. All right. Yeah. Hey, you said it first. With, with Belle, um, George, Renee, and now actually someone to get an odd rebound. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Just putting it out there. All right, then. You've I'm looking it forward out there. to it. And this will probably be my last season. You better pull your finger. I have then. said that the last three years, but this yeah, will probably be my last one. You better play some ripper basketball then. <sighs> I think my days of ripper basketball are about <laughs> 10 or 15 years behind me. Role playing, Jade. Role playing. <laughs> Anyway, Dylan's the new Travis Clontarf. You've got to get going, but um, that's great news that you've actually found someone to fill Trav's role. Yep, cool. So, yeah. Um, he's a positive young man, ready to get out and about in the community, mm. uh, meet our Clontarf families and the wider community as well. So he's uh, he's been having a run around at football, so he knows a few people, but um, in this role, yep. you get out and about and meet everybody. So yeah. um, I'm looking forward to introducing him to people. Um, if you want to get in contact with him, he's taken over Trav's old phone. Um, and then he's based up at the school with, yeah. with me in the office. So awesome. come in, mm. smiling faces, and you'll be greeted by two very tall men now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's got a little bit on me now. Has he really? I, I think he does. I don't Is know. He? I don't know whether it's the way he wears his hats and beanies or... Could be. He puffs up his hair a little bit, but hey, <laughs> he, hasn't got he, much looks, hair. <laughs> he looks a little bit taller than me, but yeah, we'll right. see how he goes. So is he going to play Romel Netball with you? Romvel Netball. Oh, sorry. Maybe. Maybe that's a thing we could bring back. <laughs> could you imagine? The Twin Towers at each end. No, no, basketball. You know what I mean. Um, we. I'm trying to get him to put in another side because we've got a, a, a number of people on our team already. So still from the So Hornets still from last, from last year, year but yeah. we have recruited Seth Connell. Oh, whoa. Jump ship from Okamos. There's an, we, we looked at our team and figured out what we needed. And we needed outside shooters. Have you ever heard the term Richie Vandenberg associated with taking things far too seriously? Um, <laughs> so I'm sort of taking a bit out of uh, the Lakers um, and oh. then just going to go win a championship. <laughs> I, I want to win. The Lakers aged care home. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're all superstars. <laughs> I know. And you tried to deny them a championship this year. Well, yeah, I, I'm a Lakers fan. Yep. Always have been, always will be, even given the LeBron thing. But... I don't know whether you know the average age is what thirty four now. Hey, we older. We haven't filled the last three three spots yet. They could be nineteen twenty year olds and drop that average age. Is Matisse still with the seventy sixes? I'm not sure. Let's let's touch on this for yeah. a minute. Let's touch on the Boomers. Then yep. how good were, they were just getting better and better. I reckon if we had had two more rounds, yep. gold would have been just about within their grasp. It's very hard to beat USA. Yeah, very hard. I know they haven't. They probably didn't have the best side they could ever put in, mm. but those those games they played and lost um, before the Olympics, yeah, they were just muck around warm-up games. Of course they were, and they didn't want to injure themselves. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And giving everyone a false sense of security. You cannot ever deny Kevin how good Durant we, I was going to say how KD. he plays. Yeah. Hey? Mate, I've seen him play a number of times in person, yep. and it is 
it's like watching a dream sequence. Yeah. It really is. I've even yeah. got a bobblehead because we went to a Warriors game and it was, I don't know, some sort of anniversary game of his. Yep. So I've got a couple yep. of KD bobbleheads still in their boxes. He's the slim reaper. He yeah. comes in and takes advantage. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. Crazy. And he was crazy. But that was um, – I got emotional. Did you get emotional watching the Boomers? I did. Oh, not – I had a couple of beers watching it. <laughs> I mean, did oh. you? When Gazy and Bogut were, I especially ha- with yeah. the Gazy afterwards. Yeah. yeah, I'm very happy yeah. just just to watch um, Paddy go off yeah. the way he did. Yeah. Like, and Joe Ingalls. Jump, like- jump on my back and I'll take you to the promised land. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. And I do love Joe Ingalls and it's about yeah. time he got one too. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Thanks for coming in, Thanks Leon. Thanks for having me in. Um, well, invite will come out. Whenever you want me back on. I'm sure it will. It's usually a te- in the form of a text message. <laughs> That's quite, good enough. Yeah. It's good enough. All right. But next time you come in, bring one of the Clontarf boys and Dylan. Yep. Yeah. And a bit um, of salami, a bit of taste. Well, oh, bring your salami a, in with you with your entry you're form. You're not a judge, are you? No, but I do enjoy salami. Are you so name the judges? Or? We haven't got them locked in yet. All right. When you so do, let me know and I'll slip a 50 there. Ju- <laughs> You can do whatever you want. It's still a blind tasting, Leon, so I'm sure they'll be up for that. Fair enough. All right, thanks for having me. Right, bye. Bye. Hi, can I help you with anything? Oh, thanks. Actually, that would be great. Remember service, when you buy something and be really well looked after? Your Ford dealer does. Which is why when you buy a Ford, you also get a loan car when you book a scheduled service. And the service on most vehicles will only cost $299. Get more with Ford. Speak to a dealer today. T's and C's apply. See Ford.com.au for details. Of course, our local Ford dealer is Pioneer Ford LMCT 7329. And the loan car you get could possibly be the AU. (laughs) But that's okay. Dominic Mez. Good afternoon. In the flesh. It is. It is. How, so things change rapidly in these unprecedented times. Don't they ever. So level with us because I saw this on your stories yesterday about living the country life and I went, oh, stop it. So are you living back here permanently now? Semi-permanently? Semi-permanently. Mm. Mm. Well, a boy's got to do what a boy's got to do to live, mm-hmm. you see. Abs, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. I'm very pleased to hear that. Very pleased indeed. Congratulations and welcome back. Thank you very much. Um, so you'll be able to have a much bigger focus now on the ballet guilt. I will, yes. All of the energy into one thing. Yeah. How exciting. Very exciting. Very so does this mean that there may be extra classes or are we going to keep it the Monday, Tuesdays for now? What's going on? I think this year we'll keep it Monday and Tuesday. Yep. Um, just to reintroduce it. I mean, still unprecedented times. Mm, you know, last true. week we weren't even able to have classes mm. this week and that's how quickly it can change. So, yeah, let's just take it as it comes. But the options there if it needs to expand a little more. But I think this year we're pretty good. That's awesome. So as far as an end of year celebration concert performance, I can see your mind already ticking over with what you want to do. And like you said, you've been doing this your entire life. It's in you. It's in me. What have you got themes and things working out already? I do. I've got next year's fully planned, fully (laughs) sorted. Wait, that's next year's. That's next year. That's how far ahead you have to be. Do you really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I, 100%. you know, I have never, ever, ever been involved in dance. I was as a junior. I did jazz ballet. My sister did. And I dislocated my elbow falling up steps at the old squash stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was it for me. <laughs> so I've never been part of a dance school. I've never, I mean, I did ballroom dancing as a kid, but mm. that's different, different to Different to the amazing choreography stuff you do. You know, I was doing the Pride of Erin and the Charmaine. Um, So I've got no idea what it takes to run a dance school. Do you really have to plan that far in front? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, from costumes to lighting to technicians. What? Venue even. um, Are always booked out 12 months ahead. Really? Normally, yeah. So the sooner you can do it, the better. So what kind of, and I'm going to get, I'm going to ask silly questions here. Cause like I said, I've never been involved in a dance school. I have boys um, who have about as much rhythm as their father. So <laughs> it's probably off the cards for now. Although the young one likes to move. So who, who knows? Who knows? But I've never been, I've never, I wouldn't know the first thing, uh, you know, that is involved with even being on a committee for a ballet guild or anything like that. But you were saying your committee, just is your treasurer. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, big job. Yeah. But um, is that one of those things that you earmarked the people that would be good for jobs and went, you need to do this? Yeah, look, I think it's just the people in the community that want to put their hand up and, you know, make things happen. Yeah. And there's always a handful of people who they are. Yeah. Yeah. It does tend to be, unfortunately, tends to be the same people a lot of the time, but I don't think you'd be doing that if you didn't enjoy it, if you didn't love it, if it wasn't in you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the first thing with that's involved, obviously the venue, and it's you've got the community centre using that magnificent that's my favourite and that's my pet pro- – that's my next. So the Leisure Centre, I wanted a new basketball stadium. The next thing is revamping that community centre. Yeah. Getting the the technology up to speed, bringing shows back. I really want to get Sushi Mango here because mm. <laughs> I think they'd be able to do two or three nights here and sell it out every night without too much drama. And I think we need a bit of a laugh as well. Oh, everyone yeah. needs a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's my next project. So what in terms of technology, you've got your space worked out. Like, is there, do you need equipment? Do you need, what do you need to run a dance school? So you need the teacher. Yeah, well, yes. First and foremost, yes. before anything. So yeah. you need, you need that guy. Yeah. Or yeah. that gal. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that me. guy. But yeah. it's yeah. me. Yeah. It's the guy. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, obviously with the venue we have, we are so lucky. And I don't think people understand how lucky we are to have such a venue mm. that we do have. I've danced in so many theatres now in Melbourne, across Australia, And what we have here is a lot better than some of those. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the technology that we have there obviously is outdated. So normally what we do is we will hire a technician that comes and he brings all of his technology, his extra lighting and everything like that, and he rigs them up. Big job. It's massive. And it would be expensive, I would imagine, to hire a tech. It's not cheap, but it's worth it. It's honestly so worth it. And... You need them. Yeah. So they're, and they're usually booked up with their own shows Mm. all over Australia as well. Well, yeah, lighting and theatre technicians are not like, it's not a career path that careers teachers at schools are going, you should do this. No. Maybe they should be because they are, they're hard to come by. They very, they are. And when you get a good one, you keep that good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've yeah. got a good one in Swan Hill who knows this one, Brad Morpeth. Brad. Yes, yeah. I've worked with Brad a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. So he knows this one. And we had little Tom. I don't know whether he's still there or not. I haven't seen him for a long time. I think his name was Tom. Um, he was quite good too. But Brad does know this place. Yeah. Like the back of his hand or what's left of it now. But would you agree that it does need a bit of a 
needs a bit of a shake up. As Look, as, as I said, like it, it's a lot better mm. than a lot of theatres. Yeah. And we are lucky to have it, but it's something that hasn't been used and only does get used by us, the Rumbell Ballet yeah. Guild. But I'm so really. happy because for the last two years, while the Ballet Guild's been dormant, yeah. it hasn't been used at all. Nothing. And you can tell. <laughs> so now that there is life back in the theatre, there should be life in the theatre. You know, now I've got more of a, hey, the Ballet Guild's back. We've got a teacher that's living locally, which is it carry, that argument carries a lot of weight, Tom. Like, Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, there's more of an argument to go, right. And I know Bruce is like, he's all in. He's on definitely, this as well. yeah. I've spoken to Bruce a couple of times now yeah. as well um, yeah. in regards to it. And he is just like you. He yeah. wants to see things here. Yeah. Um, I also teach in Swan Hill as well. So I've actually taught Bruce's son. Oh, um, Declan. Dance. Yeah, Declan. Right. Yeah. So, so are you yeah. going to be involved in the theatre group in Swan Hill? So I teach for Richardson Dance Studio in Swan Hill. Is Raylene still teaching? Yeah. Is she, she is. really? Yeah. So she was the teacher that, you know dislocated elbow yeah, back yeah. at the old squash stadium. So funnily enough, this is her 50th year this year. Stop dancing. it. Yeah. Yep. So Where are her sons? She's got twin sons that does. I went to school with. Yeah. So yeah. the twin boys and she's also got her daughter as well. I didn't know she had a daughter. I'm pretty sure Letitia. Oh, yep. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Where are they? Where are her kids? Melbourne way. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So they're all up there. But no, she's still the ballet mistress as they're called. Yeah. In Sun Hill. So she's still got all of her ballet kids up there as well. So it's amazing. It's oh really, really good. Oh, my God. Rayleigh, 50 years. Yeah. Oh, is there a party? Well, it's hard to plan, but. Well, our their concert this year is heavily going to celebrate the 50-year celebration. So, <gasps> so it should. Yeah, that so That is it's magnificent. Exciting. Really, really Can you exciting. pass on my congratulations next time I you can. see her? I definitely And she can. is a very, very good artist too. She is. And that's who taught me everything I know yeah. from my first dance class. <sighs> But um, yeah, she's definitely she's oh her quilting and her painting yeah, now her is painting. amazing. Yeah, stunning. Yeah, yeah, stunning. She's a beautiful woman too. We love Raylene. <laughs> yes, Bless we her. do. So going back to the Robin Vale Ballet Guild, it has been dormant for two years. It so has. now that you have the venue, you have the teacher. What's next? Um, the committee. So your support yep. group. Um, okay. obviously it is a non-for-profit organization, mm-hmm. and it is also registered as a charity. So ah. it's very community-based. Right. It is all about the kids yep. and that's what it always will be. Yeah. It is about bringing an extracurricular activity that mm. the kids can, you know, find an escape to mm. or learn from. It's an educational experience or just a fun It's an expression release. of themselves yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, finding a committee that can work and can build something that has been around in Robinvale, almost 55 years now. Wow. Yeah. Finding committees can be hard because sometimes, you know, you get committees that like to have committee meetings and don't actually do a hell of a lot. I've been to – and now in my role on council, you go to all these committee meetings sometimes that not a motion has been moved and passed and nothing ever actually happens. Yeah. So, given who you've got on your committee, I'm hoping – I'm guessing that's not going to be the case. I'm guessing things will be pretty easily – Move forward and yeah, definitely. Um, the people that are there are all dance mums, and they oh, are God. just as excited to <laughs> Sorry, get when it you here. say dance mums. I think of that TV show with yes. um, with what's, what's her name? Abby Lee Miller. Abby Lee, <laughs> did she end up in jail? Yeah, I think, did she? I think she's in and out still. I think she's t- oh my god, she's anyway. a crazy woman, yeah, crazy woman. Cra- but um, you're not, no, I see, and me being who I am as well, their jobs 
really easy. Yeah. You know, I've been doing this 20 years now, so yes. it's something that I can do with my eyes closed. Yeah. You know, and... Please don't, because we don't want you to I won't, definitely not. Okay, good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're there, and most of their kids are all enrolled and dancing as well. So they're just as excited to have it going... Right. ...as they are to move something at those meetings. Fantastic. That's, that's all good news. <laughs> that's what we want. Because the last thing you want, and like you said, the first thing you need is a teacher. Yeah. So the last thing that you want is a disgruntled teacher going, well, screw this, I'm going back to Melbourne exactly. and not doing – we don't want that to happen. So um, whatever you need, if you if I can help you in any way, <laughs> shape or form, because I'm all about the kids and this is – my why is always for the kids. I want kids to have a wonderful childhood that when they're adults like yourself – Go away, move away, get some experiences, but then come back. Yes, exactly. And bring all that back and want to come back. Yeah. That's yeah. the reason that I do all That's my why. So looking after the kids is a huge priority for me. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. 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 We've got to. And I'm so – I'm really excited for this, like – this year's performance because yes. I've never been to a ballet girl concert. I couldn't get tickets to the last one. It's like sold out. <laughs> We're Every just going to keep adding them out. as much as we can to get everyone in. And I mean, this year is obviously going to be a little bit different to normal. We're only going to have just sort of a stripped back showcase this year. Yeah, we do only have half a year to train, yes. so it's not going to be as big and as spectacular. Mm. But it's still going to be something that the kids can work towards and still showcase. Oh, Fantastic. It's so, so exciting. Yes. So congratulations and Thank it's you. great to have you back. It is good. Um, let's talk about what the main topic of this week's podcast has been and that is salamis. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm guessing your family does salami. Yes, yes, most definitely. Do you do it just as your family or is it an extended family scenario? It's changed over the years. It changes. Does it? Yeah. It oh. sort of depends who's where, when, yeah, why, okay. who can, who can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but normally it's a family affair. It's yeah. a big weekend. Yeah. It is a big weekend. Massive. I think it's a big weekend for Eric because it's a big job. Like Leon was saying before, like it's – if you spend all this money and time, you want your salamis to be – it is. It's a it's a big investment. It is a big honestly. Investment. And yeah. I I can remember a couple of years ago, some people's salamis were going missing. What? Yeah, there was a salami was, rustler. Oh, was there ever? <gasps> yes, I remember. And it was it was big. It was a big scandal. But are you serious? You can understand why because you can't just insure those. You know, <laughs> no, you there, can't. There's no price that you can put on it. No, it's the love that goes into it and the time and the effort mm. and yeah. Well, we've tried $500 first prize, $300 second prize, $200 first prize. <laughs> Gives but, you the pig for the next year. <laughs> well, yeah, Felix was saying he did 90 salami pigs or something. Wow. He like so raised and sold them for the yeah, year. Yeah. Like that's a lot. That's because if you're going to grow your own pigs and we don't do that, dad used to years ago and we used to kill all our own, um, all our own meat. We don't do that anymore. And I don't want any part. Of, I think that's why I still don't like pork very much. But anyway. I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. Yeah, because of the, you know, remember it's, when they you, kill and it and you had the to try it when it was raw and it was just uh, all of it. Yeah. Uh, it's no. all a part of the experience. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's an experience <laughs> that I no longer want to be a part of. The experience I want to be part of is the end is experience. The, is the tasting. Is the eating of it. The enjoying. Um, and I, I will say, so last year ours were not quite right. And I think that was because 
Oh, they try, They hung them in a cool room, in Dad's cool room, and it didn't quite – you know, you can smell it. Or yeah. You can, you can taste the cool room. To, anyway, yeah. so they didn't do that this year. Dad mm. rigged up a new rack. And the previous year to that, I lost my gym for, you know, six or eight weeks while they were hanging in my gym. Yeah, right. Priorities. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's now my kayak shelf. But anyway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this year – I don't know what they've done differently, but the fresh sausages that we had, we cooked over that weekend, were delightful. Spot on. So I'm hoping that our salami is – but anyway, so I'm hoping Luke can um, is going to enter one. I'm not going to, as a matter of conflict of interest and keeping out of it, <laughs> I'm not going to enter here. If he wants to enter, that's fine. But will you be entering – no. What What do you mean no? No, I don't think we are this year. Why? Because I think Dad has some from last year still left. He can enter either. Wow. He can enter either. I'll hit him up. Yeah. I will. Um, because, like I said, there is prize money and bragging rights at the end of the day. It is. It's yeah. a big bragging right. It is, which is probably worth a lot more than $500. But, like, it's, <laughs> you know, if you keep winning, then that's the, that's the expense for, for next year. Or right. some of it, at least. Some, yes. Yes. Um, what else do we need to talk about? What is happening? How are we going with the meeting for? Oh, yes, the Ooh. community vision. Is yes. that what we're talking about? Yes. Okay, where Gra- are we with that? Great, Jeez, you're good at this. This is something that you. I tell you what, Donnie and Charlie might be well out of a job. I'm very passionate that about yes. that area of this town, Great. as you could imagine. Then rally the troops, Dom, because now this was supposed to happen tonight at six o'clock at the footy club. How fitting. Yeah. Well, I just thought. Fliss and I talked about it. Fliss is the um, – oh, God, what's her title now? I don't know. She's something to do with comms. Anyway, so um, – but we spoke about how Thursday night in Robinvale, go to the footy club. You've got a ready – you've got a renter crowd there That's already. True. And it can be a listening post and people are relaxed. And they're in that area of – Topic? Correct. What are we talking? Yeah. yeah. You know. Community vision in and that. they're involved in the community. They're at the footy club. Well, so, exactly. Um, but no meals at the footy club this week. Hopefully, with any luck, they'll be back next week Fingers for crossed. the last game yeah. uh, before finals. So, our 14s, 16s, 18s reserves will all be in finals. And at least our C-Res netball is not sure about C-grade. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but the community vision thing. So, there is this... Um, there's this portal on the council websites called Let's Talk and that's where we want all of your feedback about different things. So there's a survey for the Riverfront Master Plan which will include the community centre. Yes. So you will now be one of the stakeholders and the Ballet Guild will be one of the stakeholders in the Riverfront Master Plan um, redevelopment. Yes, yes. Hooray! <laughs> um, there's also – so the community vision, what happens – and I don't want to bore you too much. No, I, this is exciting yeah, for me. And this is it's exciting for me because I'm a nerd and I love this stuff. <laughs> but what happens with now with the new Local Government Act – Normally in the past, it would be a new council would be elected. They talk about their priorities for their term and they put together a council plan. With this new Local Government Act, there needs to be a lot of community consultation and the community need to come up with a vision of how they want the future or the end of the four years to look. Then we put it into a council plan. So getting the community involved first and foremost to say, hey, this is how we want this to look. This is how we want Robinvale to look at the end of 2024. This is how we want things looked at, to look and shape. Um, but we need people to tell us. 100%. We are not mind readers. No. So there is a Zoom meeting next Tuesday. Let me bring up the details. I know it's at 6 o'clock. It goes for about two hours, I think. Um, I'm going to bring up my diary because I know it's in my diary. 
It's worth it. Well, the staff know that if you don't put things in my tarry, I don't turn up. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a Robinvale Zoom community workshop for the community vision and council plan. There is a Zoom link. It's on my Facebook page. I'll put it on the podcast thing. But as many people as possible, we want involved in this discussion. That's it. And if you've ever, I think for our community as well, we have a lot of outspoken people once things are done. Mm-hmm. So I feel if there's ever been a chance, now is the time to speak up yeah. and have that option yeah. and have your suggestion because there's no right or wrong. No. It can only get better. No, exactly. And even if it's just a matter of, you know, throwing a throwing a grandiose idea into the air, who knows where that will land? Exactly. One 100%. of my grandiose ideas is to turn the entire town around so that we face the river and have a commercial development along Robin Street next to the senior citizen. Like, how good would that be? And, I mean, wh- what are we known for, you know? The where river. the river's fun. Correct. And why not showcase that? Correct. I'd love to also see the rowing club. Like, after watching the Olympics, and I'm a an ex-rower, and I know that there is a young man in town who didn't grow up here, but he's working here now, who also used to – I want to say he rode for Mercantile, but he didn't because that's who I did. <laughs> I can't remember who he – Halebury. He rode for Hale. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, sorry, I'm just I'm – <laughs> Don't get down. too excited. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'd love to – like, we have got a perfect stretch of river, river here to have a rowing club yep. and to be going to regattas and being competitive. Definitely. Um, you know, so I would love to see that back. Like, our school should be involved in rowing regattas. Yeah. Why can't we take on, you know, St. Pat's from Ballarat? And why – exactly, why not? We don't have a lake. We have a river. Correct. You know, we have – Oh, we have so much at our disposal. We do. So it would be great to um, – and these are only my my opinions and my vision, which actually doesn't matter at the end of the day. We need it to come from the community. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that, you know, will have things in their mind. Yeah. Let's get it out there. Yeah. Let's just do it. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter how silly it sounds, rolling around in your head, verbalise it, get it out, and it might just be one of those things where we go, oh, actually – we could do that. Exactly. There's no such thing as a silly idea. That's it. I say lock in 6pm on Tuesday. Lock in 6pm on Tuesday. I will see you there. You'll be going, I'm assuming. I'll be unfortunately teaching <gasps> my children. Well, can at least, yeah, okay, fair enough. However, Priorities. I've already logged on. Have you? We'll just get the ideas in. Yes. Because if you can't make it, there's always that option there as well. There is, so yeah. Yeah, so if you go to the Let's Talk, did you do it through the Let's Talk and the QR code thing that's on the posters? Yes, yes. So you're all over it. I'm all over it. That's what I mean. I'm so passionate about, you know, Robin Vale and where it can be and where it can go because there's so much potential. Yeah, there is so so much much potential. And if there's ever a time, it's now. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. If anything has the last 12 months plus has taught us now is... We've got to get comfortable where we are sometimes. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And, and let's have a enjoy look. it. Yeah. Let's have a look at the the um, projects. Like just this year alone, we've had a levee bank, which is nearly complete. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the new footpath from Anniversary Drive, which now links golf links to town, to the service road. Done. So good. Finished. Um, my next one, I've got another one, Watkins Street to link St Mary's to the sporting precinct. Yes. Speaking of the sporting precinct, new netball court. I see the change rooms are going the up. The frames for the yes. change rooms are going up, it's which is happening. so exciting. It's all happening. We've got the new money to do the, the leisure, leisure centre. Um, what else is happening? There's been a lot. There's been a lot. 
of the good. library. A lot of good. The library's the done. Library. It's open. It's and it's, it's brilliant. There. Oh, actually, I've got to return some library books. <laughs> they always send me letters going, "You're going to be mad." Oh yeah, I know. I just forget. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of good things going. If we want the good things to to keep going, or there are priorities, then you need to let us know. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Dominic, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you, Jane. Can you lock in next week as well? Oh, I can see what I can do in my busy schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that laugh isn't facetious. I know you are very busy and we appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven straight down the middle by the Robin Vale Golf Resort. RobinvaleGolfClub.com.au.